Alright, here here goes we. Has done nothing but serve their whole lives. That's where I learned it. My grandfather at his church, who said the usher, 1045 mass, ran the beer tent. My mom helped with the church. My ran the beer tent. I'd play on the Our Lady of Mount Carmel playground. My grandfather would be there painting the rectory. Yeah, when we get back, I'm not going to apologize for spending 20 years of my adult life slogging away to try to help one of the hardest economically hit regions of Ohio and dedicated my life to help that region come back. You have to be ashamed of yourself, J.D. You went off to California, you were drinking wine and eating cheese, and you said, I don't even feel comfortable in Ohio anymore. So I'm not going to sit here and let you demean my service that I learned from my family, that when I went to Catholic school, we had to spend time going to help people. It was called senior service. I had to put on my football jersey and go serve in the community. This is an extension of that. I admire, I admire the spirit of service. What I don't admire is the failure of accomplishment. Look at how... Alright. Welcome back again to the shit show that never ends. Step inside, step inside. So, you're on Panic Attack. This is Big John. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Do the like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, all that fun stuff. And so, uh, what you heard there was uh, tonight's Ohio Senate debate with Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance. And that was Tim Ryan going off about how... His grandpappy ran the beer tent. Now, when he said it, he said, uh, my grandpap was a, my, my grandfather, whatever the hell he said. <laughs> Hold on a minute. He said, my grandfather was an usher at 1045 Mass. He ran the beer tent. And when you put all that together, it sounds like, his grandfather ran the beer tent at Mass. And bless the Catholic people. Uh, I don't have a, a real big problem with them or anything. But it makes... I, I'm sure there's no beer tent at Mass. When they have the Mount Carmel... Because I'm not far from where he was, he's a congressman and where he grew up. When they have the Mount Carmel Festival, there's a beer tent so he kind of, he bided it and he ran his uh, ideas together in one incoherent thing. But it, it seems like slurring words and incoherent are, along with hooded sweatshirts, those are the... Uh, the, what do you call them? The the trademarks of the fall Democrat campaign. So, I, uh, I found this out the other day. Uh, Democrats are dodging and weaving and ducking Republicans in debates. And it's part of the strategy. 
just sit at home and wait and let the media run your campaign for you, I guess is their their idea. So this Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance debate went down in Columbus. Uh, Tim Ryan's campaign, according to the moderators, Ryan's campaign proposed the... Uh, the format and Vance's campaign approved it. I don't really care. Uh, Dr. Oz and this John Fetterman guy are going to debate, I think it's October 23rd or October 20th, uh, but it's about two weeks from the election. And Fetterman's been refusing to debate. And now I'm seeing where Carrie Lake's Carrie Lake, who's running, uh, it's not Nevada. What state is that? One of the controversial ones. Is it Arizona? Well, anyhow, Carrie Lake, who's running for governor in one of the western states, that I'll think of it when I'm finished this. Her opponent is refusing to debate her. At first, it was because. Carrie Lake was too involved with extremists, which you're going to hear. If you do a YouTube search for uh, the full full J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan debate, you'll hear... JD or hear Tim Ryan say extremist about a hundred times. But anyhow, Carrie Lake's Democrat opponent is dodging a debate. And frankly, how can you debate when you have nothing to stand on? Uh swat a gnat. When you have nothing that Americans want to hear. Uh, this is so stupid. They brought up the abortion topic in this debate. And they said, the moderator said, it's the second most important issue to Ohioans. And they put a, a snapshot up on the screen. And the first most important thing to Ohioans is the economy. It's the economy, stupid. That's what drives Americans to vote nine times out of ten. Okay? Now, down at 15% uh, is is uh, a matter of importance. So 43% of Ohioans say the economy is the most important thing. 15% say abortion. What do you think people are going to vote on? The, their job and their wallet and their economy? Very, very few are going to vote on the abortion issue. 
Okay, let's leave that for another time. Uh, the reason this Fetterman, I've found out, won't debate Dr. Oz, he lived with help from his parents paying his bills till he was 50. <laughs> Almost 50. He's not a working man. He's on record as saying he wants to be a bully. And he didn't pay his taxes until he got sued multiple times. So there's the reason why he won't debate Dr. Oz. And Mitch McConnell has the nerve to call this year's Republican field of candidates a weak field. So let me just stop for a second and look over my notes on this uh, Ryan and J.D. Vance debate. But it was kind of ho-hum. And I'll warn you, I'm very J.D. Vance bias, so deal with it. BRB. If you hear a humming noise in the background, it's like the weird time of year in Ohio where like it's cold, but if you turn your heat on, you get too hot. So you gotta come up with some kind of mixture of cold air and hot air blowing through your house. At least I do. So the Vance Ryan debate again. This hooded sweatshirt thing that. When I go or when I YouTubed this debate, YouTube searched it. Right next to the debate was Tim Ryan on PMS NBC in an Ohio State hoodie. I already talked a little about John Fetterman, but that seems to be the only shirt John Fetterman owns is a hooded sweatshirt or a hoodie. I like them too. But I'm not running for senator, okay? Just an observation. Must be the official outfit of uh, the Democrat Party this fall. I don't know. So, this was held in Columbus, Ohio. I wish it would have been held locally, but Columbus is central. It's the state capital, so I mean, why not? It was uh, initiated from NBC4, but broadcast out on Fox and other outlets. Uh, the moderators were abysmal. And honestly, people, I don't understand why we have debates anymore. I love a good political debate. I love a good argument, but I like it when it's intellectual and even this debate and J.D. Vance, for all I know, uh, th this wasn't an intellectual debate. It was a lot of mud mudslinging, name-calling, and all that stuff. 
Uh, Tim Ryan sounds like he's running versus China. He talks more down about China than Donald Trump. At one point, it seemed like he almost alluded that he is a Trump supporter, but it, of course that it's not, and he, you know, of course has to attack J.D. Vance for being uh, Trump's endorsed candidate. But uh, basically, Tim Ryan says he's for everything he voted against, and that he's against everything he voted for. And, and I've seen this throughout his career, and uh, J.D. Vance pointed this out. Uh, the moderator brought this up, that Tim Ryan used to call himself a pro-life congressman, and the moderator says, well, why are you now a pro-abortion candidate? And Tim Ryan said, you know, he changed his mind after conversations with women who had to get abortions. And, you know, he went on, well, don't you think we need representatives that, you know, listen to the people and change their minds over time sometimes? And I can, I can see that because, I mean, I go back and forth on abortion because morally I think it's wrong. I think, you know, obviously if a 10-year-old girl is pregnant, there's going to be a lot of medical complications. And that is a reason to allow the abortion to happen. And she can be forgiven by God, and I can be forgiven for saying that that should be an excuse for abortion. So, of course, Tim Ryan says, you know, Several girls in Ohio in the la just the last few weeks, since the law of the land that was Roe v. Wade was overturned, so many girls have had to go to Indiana to get abortions. One thing, Roe v. Wade was a Supreme Court decision, not a law. And Tim Ryan says he wants to make Roe v. Wade into law. Uh, they use the word codify, but that means make it law. So it went on and on. There was a lot of back and forth. You lie. No, you lie. No, you lie. No, you lie. Well, you lied. Well, you lied first, but I lied about your lie. Well, you lied about my lie. I'm lying about your lie. You know, no, not a real Lincoln-Douglas debate cheer, okay? Not the great orators of our time. And... We're we're out of those. We 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 don't have them anymore. My stall Crady. I was uh mucho de activite, actividad in the <laughs> in the uh, Tea Party movement, and we had all sorts of people up there speaking. Black, white, whatever, anybody that was pro-America and anti-big um, government. And let me tell you something. The best public speaker, the best speech, the, the biggest Tea Party we ever had was on the square in Canfield, Ohio. The biggest one I was ever involved in organizing. Uh, maybe the one at the Spread Eagle Tavern was a little, I don't know, whatever. Um, 
the biggest one I remember, Jim Traffigant was the keynote speaker, and uh, future Congressman Bill Johnson, and congressional hopeful and all-around goof, uh, Doc Allen, who was an expert on Obamacare from the perspective of a veterinarian. Uh, but the person that stole the show was a, a just good old down-home farmer with common sense. He was the great orator among former politicians, future politicians, businessmen, all these people that came prepared and used all the right words and, you know, did all the right things, except Jim Traficant, who just shot from the hip. But this farmer stole the show. Uh, and I can't remember for the life of me what he said, but somebody walked up to me and said, man, he's given the best speech of the night. And I said, yeah, man, leave it to a good old-fashioned farmer to steal the show. Those are people with wisdom. Not, I'll be honest with you, I supported J.D. Vance before Trump. And I like, I think I like him, uh, but I think he's going to be the ninth president from Ohio. But honestly, was not a great orator tonight. Um, the the Supreme Court litmus test came up, and they both had their litmus test as far as abortions and same sex marriage goes. Uh, the only litmus test there should be for a Supreme Court justice is, are they constitutional? <coughs> Pardon me, I got too much smoke in my throat just then, and I need to reiterate this point. They were asked about litmus tests for Supreme Court justices, and they both had their own litmus tests as far as gay marriage or same-sex marriage. I guess that's gay marriage. <laughs> uh, and abortion go. In my humble opinion, the only litmus test is, are you constitutional? It, will this justice... Does this justice have a record of following the Constitution when it comes to decisions? Because that is what the Supreme Court does. So Ryan continually, constantly accused Vance of investing in China and for hiring foreign workers at his company. There's one thing I agree with Tim Ryan on. Uh, term limits are at the ballot box. J.D. Vance believes in term limits for federal elected officials. I don't think that's, that's right. And I know that there are people that work their way up and uh, become powerful and wealthy, but there are other ways to deal with that. The... 
propose proposing or passing or legislating term limits <clears throat> would give the lobbyists a lot more power in Washington okay we all know big business big lobby whatever the, the big multi-trillion billion dollar companies of the day are those are the people that wield power in Washington and that we, that always gets worse under term limits whenever term limits have been passed at the state level okay um, <clears throat> Ryan accused Vance of being uh, funded by one Silicon Valley billionaire uh, talked to Vance about you know how he uh, Trump called Trump called you an ass kisser well Mitch McConnell gave you 40 million dollars Peter Thiel gave you 15 million dollars uh, how much are you gonna kiss their asses if you're kissing Donald Trump's ass and, and all the stupid shit Tim Ryan is breaking fundraising records where does his money come from because these nine and ten million dollar a quarter fundraising uh, reports that he's giving, they aren't coming from the Mahoning Valley. They aren't coming from that congressional district. I guarantee that. They're probably coming from California, like the the campaign that's being run against Herschel Walker. But nevertheless. Uh, Ryan says, you know, you won't stand up to Trump when he calls you an ass kisser. Uh, you won't stand up to these millionaires that gave you millions of dollars. Uh, Ryan continues to call uh, Vance an extremist, uh, a MAGA candidate, an election denier. Uh, here's an idea, Tim. Your home county, Trumbull County, or maybe it was Mahoney County, but I know that those are the biggest parts of his district are in Mahoning and Trumbull. They went Trump. Trumbull went Trump twice. Mahoning went to Trump in 2016 or 2020. And Tim Ryan almost lost to a basically upstart politician. She'd been elected at the state level, but not federally and not to a, a big district like that one. <clears throat> so, Tim, your own constituents don't see things your way, evidently. Uh, and a lot of them are MAGA, a lot of them are election deniers. But he doesn't care. It seemed to me like the moderators kept cutting Vance off towards the end. Uh, that's not a big surprise. I felt like Tim Ryan did get more talk time. And <laughs> he had the most terrible, but I'm sure he thought the coolest line in political history. He said, Ohio needs an ass kicker not an ass kisser <laughs> so there you go folks political debate in 2022 uh, 
like I said, neither candidate, if I was a, a true independent voter, which I'm not and I don't claim to be, I would not be impressed with either of these guys. Um, I would, I guess, look at who best represented me. Maybe I would stay home, frankly. But in a year like this, it, it's going to go red big time. Uh, and, and I and a friend and I think that J.D. Vance is going to win by 8 to 11 uh, percent. And <clears throat> if Vance wins by 8 percent, because Ohio will be one of the first states to to start counting votes. If he wins by that number, 8 to 10 percent, you're going to know it's going to be a good night for Republicans. The last Real Clear Politics poll had Vance ahead by like 1 percent, and that's with Ryan really campaigning his ass off, running TV a lot more frequently and radio more frequently than uh, I've seen Vance television or radio. So, really, where I want you to take away from this is if you're a halfway intelligent human being, or I don't, I don't even know how we could do this. I don't even know how we, we could do this because there's so much money tied up in Washington. It takes so much money to get elected. I would take uh, that farmer, his last name was Martins, it was, it was spelled differently than you would think, it was M-A-R-T-E-N-S, I would take that good old farmer and put him in Washington, D.C. over either of these two guys, and I'm a really big J.D. Vance fan. But great orators, these guys are not. Great philo philo political philosophers, <laughs> philosophers, they are not. Um, I would like to read J.D. Vance's book, Hillbillyology, just to see. I've heard good things from a good conservative friend of mine who got me on the Vance wagon a while ago, about a year ago, and uh, judge that for myself, because obviously you can guess uh, people, the moderators, Tim Ryan, everybody throws uh, that book out there uh, in J.D. Vance's face. Oh, you wrote this book and said, you know, we're hillbillies. Well, <laughs> we fucking are. <laughs> you know, and that's a thing of pride. It's not, you know, I hear these ignoramuses from the big, big metropolises and suburbs of Youngstown, Ohio, call people where I live hill people. Fuck and you. Because we're the people that you people come crying to when the shit hits the fan and you need your little snotty rich ass bailed out. We're the people you think that you're better than, but we're like that old farmer that has wisdom.
And I know it's not wise to say fuck and you, but that's the truth. That's the truth, as my friend Freddy used to say. Zambi and Freddy. Lost touch with that guy, thank goodness. He beat his ex-wife. Ain't got no time for somebody that does that. All right, so God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. Put politics aside and care about your fellow human being. That's something that's lost in this world. Until next panic attack, it's Big John signing off. Nanu, Nanu. Mork calling Orson. Come in, Orson. <laughs> Alright, that was a terrible Mork and Mindy impression. Sorry. To the dance floor.